Welcome to the Free Will Science and Religion Podcast. I'm Chandler Klebs, and I'm here with my co-hosts, George Ortega and Jamie Soden. And we are going to talk today about how we get misunderstood, how you're trying to express your views about something, and people misunderstand what you're saying. Sometimes they think you're saying the exact opposite of what you actually mean. Yeah, and beyond that, Chandler, I think we want to relate this to the belief in free will because this happens in everybody's lives. People that we like, our friends, our family, you know, they will say something to us or something about us or they'll do something that will get us to be angry or we'll, we'll do something or say something that gets them angry. And this free will belief, you know, basically has people at each other, has, has people angry at each other and afraid of each other and fighting each other. And without the belief, you know, so much of this unnecessary conflict would just, would simply wouldn't happen. So, um, so, um, let, let's explore, let's explore why this free will belief you know, just amplifies and, and, and makes, makes the, the, the disagreements so much more unnecessarily unpleasant. And, you know, how by, by seeing that people don't have a free will, you know, we can just like make our relationships go much better. Yes. Um, do you want me to give an example of that or? Absolutely. Have... Yeah, no, that'd be great. Okay. Well, first of all, um, understanding that we don't we don't choose things with a free will we don't choose what country we're born into and that also means we don't get to choose which language that we grow up around which language we learn and what the definitions of those words are and because but by just by definition you know human languages spoken or written are terribly flawed and so right at the very beginning you show that People aren't able to communicate. They can't simply just choose to all mind read and know exactly what the other person means. And that's one way I like to explain it is like we simply can't communicate. That's something that we do our best, but because our, our understanding of a word is filtered through our whole life experience, you know, if someone's never seen a polar bear, you say something about a polar bear and they've never seen a polar bear, how are they supposed to know what you mean? That's exactly the problem I have in communicating with people because like, you know, I had that confusion with that one guy and he, and he was saying that, um, that, um, that everything's caused, but not everything's deterministic and weird stuff. And yet he doesn't get that I'm using determinism and causality to mean the exact same thing. And I tried to clarify that. So, so we, Chan, yeah, no, yeah, that's a, that's a great explanation. In other words, because we have different experiences, different environmental influences, what we say and what other people hear is often just very different, and it's not their fault. It's not our fault. We just come from different perspectives. Exactly, it's not our fault when we misunderstand people, or when it's not their fault when they misunderstand us. Okay. Yeah, that is difficult to come to terms with when you come from a background where uh, people said that you're fundamentally responsible or you're fundamentally to blame uh, for, for whatever wrongs you do or you should take credit for whatever achievements you have, you know. And, um, well, people make mistakes, don't they? So. Yeah. Um, in my life, this, you know, like, um, absolutely, they're, 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 
friends of mine, former friends of mine, some some of my um, former friends, I really prefer to not be friends with anymore. Not because I blame them, but because I realize that like that we're just not compatible anymore. So in other words, like you know, understanding that we don't have a free will doesn't solve everything. It, it doesn't mean we're going to get along with everyone. But at least it, 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 you know, when I think of them, you know, and hopefully maybe when they think of me, if they, they understand that we don't have a free will, that we won't be blaming each other. I, I don't like if, if there's a certain friend that has upset me in, in the past, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll remind myself, wait a minute, you know, it would just be simply illogical for me to be upset at them. I still I might want to be upset that the situation happens, that the universe causes them to act in a certain way. But it just makes things a lot better to not be upset directly at them. Yeah, and it it's better for your health if you, if you don't hang on to bitterness as well, like, like Kobe, because uh, if you hang on, if you carry bitterness to old age and stuff, it's just, it's just not a good thing. You, you don't want to be unhappy, do you? Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's, that's the thing. So, like, and I think what we have to remember and acknowledge though is that like this way of thinking is completely new to at least this part of the world there may be parts of the world where you know they've understood for a while that that free will is an illusion and they're not like their first reaction isn't to blame people but like in the western world you know in the uk in the united states and all you know we've been conditioned to think this way so like you know, when we try, when we try to remind ourselves that the people aren't to blame, we're not to blame, it's not like it's going to be easy. It's not going to be automatic. But th- that's why we have to keep on, like, working and working at it and thinking and thinking. And just like, because, like, the more we practice it, the more automatic it will become. Yeah. Um, but the film analogy that you made for determinism was um, correct. I mean, um, there, there are some, like, um, things that can... Um, Damage like uh, a movie, um, you know, disc, what DVD or whatever, um, you know, scratches, whatever. But the movie content itself um, is still the same or would have remained the same if it wasn't too badly damaged, you know. Okay. Uh, Jamie, could you explain that a bit more clearly relative to the free will thing or relative to um, human beings? Well, basically what I'm saying is, is that um, determinism... You know, only go it means it means a, t- a timeline can go in only one way, on it, you know, one outcome. Oh yeah, well yeah, and you're saying that yes. In other words, like what had what happened had to happen. Yes, it wasn't yeah. their fault. It wasn't our fault. There's nothing we could have done. That's a great point. There's nothing we could have done to avoid it. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, there's this thing people believe that. They could have done otherwise, and the other people could have done otherwise. And, and and here's the deal. For example, if someone says, "Well, you, well, um, Chandler, should you should have used this word instead of this word," and 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 I'm like, "Well, you know, if I had used that word, why would I have done that?" And they might say something because I wanted you to use that word. You know, I can't. You know, I can't look into the future and know what words people want me to use. You know, so that's just it. I couldn't have done otherwise. I only have. I just use the vocabulary I have to explain. Um, you know, the general thoughts that are going on. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, the problem again is that like, and this happens for all of us, you know, I mean, like the misunderstandings that the Chandler, you were kind of like explaining before, you know, the word meanings and all this happens to everyone. And what happens is like, you know, especially like with, with, with married couples, with people in very, very close relationships, what happens is they, they get into arguments, disagreements, misunderstandings often, right? Like what, what we're um, explaining and the problem with the free will belief is that it distracts them. You know, in other words, the free will belief just motivates our emotional responses to blame, to become angry. And then the other person becomes defensive and becomes angry in return. So like these emotions, these emotions just form as distractions. They just distract people from rationally, calmly, effectively addressing whatever misunderstandings or disagreements they have exactly because they, they just get mad at people but they don't try to understand the causes behind what happened yeah that movie analogy i was making though was kind of like um, a refutation of like you know indeterminism because um you know a timeline would, re would remain the same no matter what wouldn't it you know absolutely and and you know i mean the timeline, you know, again, what, what, what happens, what, what actually happened has to have happened. Now, of course, we can say like, you know, because some people say, well, we could have done otherwise. We could have said something else. They could have said something else. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yes, but only hypothetically. In other words, like, we could have said something else if we were different, if we were raised differently, if we had maybe different genes or if the universe was different. Yeah, uh, if you, every if, universe the same quantum state will have the same outcomes for every event, you know. So, yeah. Say that again. I was saying every universe with the same quantum states will have the same outcome for every event, you know. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and and here's an interesting thing. One of the most interesting things is you know like identical twin studies who are like pretty much the same, I guess, genetically. But even they, there's no way for them to be identical later in life because they can't have the exact same experiences. So even if the nature's the same, the, nur the nurture's different. And that's what's interesting is that that helps us more clearly see the causes of why people are different. Because people act like, well, this person did this and this person did that, so they must have used their free will to choose differently, which is just the, the d dumbest thing. I mean, that's like... I don't know that I, that doesn't make any sense because I, I, I don't I don't you know what I'm saying they act like that you just choose things but there's no causality behind why this person did this and this other person did that Chandler that's a great point a lot of times for example parents parents will have let's say two or three kids and they say to themselves I don't understand it you know like we treated our kids the exact same way and one of them you know turned out to be like an A straight A student and the other one turned out to be a troublemaker or something like that you know and and you know and you know unfortunately with with with, with uh, cases like this you know these parents um they you know they're kind of like not willing so much to blame themselves or each other but like because of this free will belief they simply conclude, well, you know, like the, 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 the kid who didn't get the straight A's, there's, you know, he's, he's simply at fault. 
you know, without realizing, perhaps, I mean, like, there's, there's an explanation. In other words, let, let's say this, this, um, this kid who, who screws up, maybe he's a lot more intelligent than the straight-A uh, student, and maybe the straight-A student is kind of, like, older than him, so, like, so the straight-A student kind of, like, felt threatened whenever, like, this younger, more intelligent kid talked, and, like, you know, so, like, basically, like, the because we don't have a free will again like with the free will belief in situations like that people will blame you know the kid will you know and um and and again like or they'll they'll say i don't understand you know we treated them the same chances are you know parents don't treat each kid the same because the kids have different personalities well yeah and and you know that's that's the problem is you know Parents get into comparing their kids and, and saying, well, one chose to be better than the other, and so then liking that kid better, and, but never learning to understand their kids. And you know what's really bad is sib- with siblings, you know, brothers and sisters, they compete with each other, you know, and they're in this competition trying to prove who's the better child. And believe me, I've personally experienced that kind of nonsense in my family, and it's just really awful. You know, this whole idea because it just tears families apart. Everyone's, you know, the, you know, the siblings blame each other, the husband, the wife are blaming each other, everything. It, it just, it just tears families apart and it's just not healthy. I hear you. Jamie, does that resonate with you also or? Uh, yeah. Um, because families do um, tend to, you know, blame the kid for, you know, messing up with their exams. But sometimes uh, you have to, um, look at um your your own methods and how you, how you treat them and stuff exactly and again Chandler you brought up the the case of competition in other words like you know yeah the the kids are competing for the parents affection so like you know if one kid has a, a talent either in academically or in sports or in music or something you know, the free will belief will encourage that kid to feel superior to, to his brothers or sisters. And, you know, to, the free will belief encourages the parents to, to value, you know, that child more so because of these, these, these talents. When the, you know, the reality is that, you know, one, one child may be lucky in, in one way of being, let's say, very good academically. Another child may be good at sports another child may be good at music but none of those talents are in any way up to them so like you know i think understanding this creates i think within the parents like a a better ability to to not favor one child over the other to kind of like you know to to understand that that like you know not favoring a child is probably better for the family and it'll help the i think the the kids the the siblings to be able to see themselves as equal to to the other siblings rather than seeing one as better or worse than the other yeah and you know part of the problem is society does, since they don't understand this society has the, has a problem where basically the people who are highly intelligent and who are better at social communication obviously just do better they just do better in society people like them better they make more money that all these things and then people who are disadvantaged whether whatever their disability may be whether it's social or intellectual or whatever well then they don't do so well and then people everyone's judging them and saying well what's wrong with you why didn't you choose to be as good as your brother over there you know and 
it's and so it's really what it does is then they get feeling bad about themselves because everyone wants them to be something that they're not and they try to do what pleases people but they find they can't and i think what this no free will message is an explanation of why that is why you can't possibly just uh, transform into whatever other people want you to exactly and jamie i, I you, you can um you could you see that in a social way also like you know like with, with different mm. criminals and all the way we treat them the way we condemn them yeah and and uh, so i'm sorry go ahead go ahead yeah. well yeah the, the other part of this is like you know you guys um if you've seen my television show chandler and i are co-hosting it now the first 100 episodes of that show um the beginning, you know, panels had a quote by, by John Searle, you know, for the first hundred episodes, John Searle is this eminent American philosopher that he said that for our world to understand that free will is an illusion would be a bigger revolution in human thinking than Einstein, and I'm quoting directly, or Copernicus or Galileo or Darwin or Newton, and that it would alter our whole conception of our relation to the universe. Now, I mention that because, like, um, Chandler, Jamie, you guys and me and, and, and the other hosts on this podcast, you know, we are actually leading this, this revolution in human thought. In other words, like, we are leading humanity to a fundamentally new consciousness that's in so many ways more healthy and more intelligent than than what we have and if i mean it's kind of like ironic there's a great irony here because like if we believed that we had a free will we would like think to ourselves wow we are so great we are so much greater than everyone else you know yeah but but you know, there's a word for that, isn't it? It's called narcissism, isn't it? Yes, but the 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 very humorous irony about this is because our message, especially because our message is that nobody has a free will, we're reminded by this constantly. Yes, all right, we're lucky. You know, we're we're doing this really really great thing, and we might feel grateful. We might feel grateful that that the universe has has allowed us to take part in this, but we have absolutely no logical reason to credit ourselves, to feel fundamentally responsible. So basically what I'm saying is like, you know, overcoming the free will belief not only prevents us from blaming and looking down on other people and ourselves, it also prevents us from, from being arrogant, either being arrogant about what we do or, you know, or looking up to people for, for the good they do. Yeah. I mean, I was talking on this um, YouTube video a while back, like, uh, in the comment section um, about um, people who are who are in the like um, mental hospitals and stuff, and not all of them are in there for committing crimes, but some have committed crimes. And people people on the on the um, comment section of that video were fundamentally blaming these um, obvious um, uh, obviously deranged people and stuff. They're, they're obviously insane, and that's why they were put there to begin with. But um, there were, there were some people saying that there was scum, there were evil, there were like, you know, all this and that and third. But then I would say to them, what if it was your own son who ended up in there for the exact same thing? You know, it, these people are, have obviously been diagnosed with some kind of like, you know, psych, psychiatric problem. And that's why and they had to be sectioned in these places 
to um, keep society safe and keep them safe. You know, because if you if, if, if people are a danger to themselves or others, something needs to be done about that, isn't it? Yeah, you know, so. Jamie, you're, you're, I mean, that's a great point because, like, you know, the, the criminal justice system here in the United States, I mean, like, we imprison more of our, you know, people, I think, that than probably any other country in the world. I mean, it's horrible. It's horrible. And, like, and even, even like, even when, I mean, our, our, our jails and prisons are filled with the mentally ill, with, with people who are diagnosed with major psychiatric conditions. And because the belief in free will is so strong and so prevalent in this country, people overlook that. People, people are, are unwilling or unable to understand what you're saying, that these, these, these people who went up there, yes, we have to separate them from society. We have to protect society in various ways. But we also have to understand that they're very unfortunate you know, it's not up to them. They didn't choose to have their illnesses. And I think we also have to understand that, like, you know, one of the things that the free will belief um, that overcoming it gets us to understand is, like, you know, there are reasons that actually they became ill. You know, if, if they were bullied in school, if they were alienated, if they, you know, if their parents treated them in a certain way, you know, illnesses don't just develop for no reason. I agree, yeah. And that's why people are in these, like, you know, me mental hospitals to protect society and stuff. When they're diagnosed with some kind of psychiatric disorder, disorder after killing or raping some people and stuff. And, um, you know, I think I think we should think that um, way about all criminals because there's always there's a reason, not an excuse, but there's a reason why they became the way they did. You know? Yeah, Chandler, what's your take? Yeah, you know, that's the thing people misunderstand is that, you know, we're saying there's reasons why people um, are became the way they are, but we're not saying that the way that they are is right or that everything is right and that it's good. We're not saying it's good. We're just saying that's the way it is. And some people are damaged for life and never recover from events in their past that led them to be the way they are. But we should just take that as a warning and look at that to prevent other people from ending up that same way. That's the way I look at it. Exactly. We should learn from like you know these uh, cases uh, by studying these people and using this knowledge to you know prevent um, other people becoming that way as well. Yeah, and I, I think our mental health professionals, the whole medical field, and psychiatrists and doctors and therapists, you know, psychologists, I think they've very they've been very remiss in in perpetuating this this belief in free will, this this illusion of free will. Yeah, you know, it's sensationalism, isn't it? I mean, um, the media likes to portray these people as, as some kind of like demons from hell or some you know some kind of that. You know, things of that nature. You know, right. Jamie, Jamie, I'm I'm referring specifically to the doctors, to the psychiatrists, to the the so um, psychologists, the therapists, the medical community that should have decades understood. You know, not just the fact that free will is an illusion. Because, like, back in school, I mean, like, any anybody who becomes like a doctor or a psychologist is going to learn that human behavior is the result of nature and nurture. And these academic institutions like Harvard and Yale and Princeton should have understood decades ago that free will is a complete impossibility. And um, but for whatever reason, you know, I, you know, they they should have known. And and the problem is, you know, that I, I think that, you know, 
one reason that they don't communicate this knowledge, because to the extent that they would communicate it, to the extent they would explain to the world that, hey, these people with, with emotional problems and – I mean, God, who doesn't have an emotional problem as a human being? I mean, like, you know, we have all these negative emotions that to the extent that the, the medical profession would explain this to, to people, then, yeah, then, then like, for example, if we – we, you know, these people who are in jail and prison, they probably got that way partly because like the people in their lives, their, their brothers and sisters and parents and friends, you know, couldn't understand them and, and, and blame them and, you know, ostracize them and all. So like, so I think a, a lot of responsibility has to shift from the individuals who are really like just basically caught up in this environment that they're raised in. It has to shift from them to the medical professionals who, again, you know, need to overcome either their fear. Sometimes I think they're afraid of taking on the church because the free will is such an established religious belief. Sometimes maybe I think they may be afraid of taking on the established powers, but they need to like step up to the plate and really, you know, first, you know, mm. you know, get the free will's illusion, get how important it is, and then commu start communicating it. Yeah, I think they're they're afraid of challenging, you know, the free will belief because yeah, it is so big and they'll lose support, they'll lose they'll lose funding, they'll lose clients, they'll lose business, it, you know, just because of the current state. And yet it will it will help people so tremendously to understand this. Um and you know, the whole premise like think about it. If people had some kind of weird magical free will ability that just let them choose to be to feel and do whatever they want then what do they need a psychiatrist for what do they need a psychologist or a therapist for if they are some able by themselves to overcome their problems that's a great point that's a great point absolutely that that and that's why people need people you know if, if you know, we're social beings, you know, we, we, you know, we talk to people because that's how we figure out our problems. That's how people, you know, that's, that's the value of having friends, uh, you know, and, and relating to people. Well, yeah. And you know, what's interesting about it is that people are, they're taught that we don't need people like, oh, you should be independent and self-sufficient and don't, don't trust anybody. Don't, don't, you know, don't, yeah, there's there's kind of like this message like, oh, you should be all on your own. You're an independent individual and that you do everything by yourself. And just the opposite is true. We're stuck in a, a web interconnected with every living being on the planet, and there's just no way to escape that. And so being aware of it is the first step. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, all right, we've got about like four minutes left, three minutes you know, what we also have to understand, because like just, you know, recently I was just like, I was indicting the medical profession, you know, and, and we were kind of like maybe blaming people and blaming society for not getting the free wills and illusion, for not sufficiently promoting it all. But I think, you know, we also, of course, have to acknowledge that they don't have free wills either, that the universe, you know, is basically compelling them either to not understand it or to understand it and not have the emotional or the intellectual integrity to accept it, you know, to lie to themselves and then lie yeah. to the rest of the world. And so, like, none of this is up to any of us. So that's also very important to acknowledge. 
Well, yeah. you don't shoot and it's in your brain. I've always said this about the people you know, like your genes are your genes. You, you didn't pick them before you were born, so therefore you had no say in how they developed. You know, so. Yeah, yeah, and you know, here's the thing: is I understand what George is saying. Look, we we we're we're not blaming these mental health professionals and that sort of thing either, because well, and here's the thing about it: how in the world were they supposed to know this until the until the information's out there? I mean, this this is something that only recently people have begun to seriously explore. Um, because it's been yeah it's it's relatively new and here's the deal when you go to um when you go to school to be a psychologist or whatever um whatever they teach you in that school whatever training you take well that's the information you're going by you're not necessarily going by the information and exploring the illusion of free will with George Ortega you know what i mean that's not that's not their training program that gets them into their profession <laughs> You're right, but having said that, Chandler, I think it's time that it, it, it become their, their program. I mean, like, people like us, we, we happen to be more intelligent than the average person. It's not anything we, we can take credit for because it's our genes and our upbringing. So we may have understood this before other people, and we're helping to, to promote it, to, to teach it. But, you know, anybody who's capable of getting into med school is capable of understanding this so that they really should be understanding this sooner. All right, Chandler, we have about um, 50 seconds left. Yeah. Do you want me to end it? or? Yeah, wrap it up. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this exciting episode of Free Will, Science, and Religion. I, get, I don't know if there's anything else to say. <laughs> no, that's great. All right. Um, you know, we sh our, our next episode, I, let's let's deal with the religious aspects of this because I think like religion is the main you know reason why we continue to believe in free will. So let, let's let's approach I guess the same theme why it's so hurtful on a personal level and how people overcome it you know with religion. Okay, sounds like a good idea. <laughs>